Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Outsize Returns. I'm your host, Sam Taylor, Samuel Austin Taylor, Sir Sam T on all the social media channels. So today I am thrilled because not only do we have an exciting founder really explaining her journey from her startup to where we are tonight, today, pivoting through COVID-19, but more importantly, I wanted to bring awareness to her business because I think it's gonna be a fantastic company for years to come. So imagine going into a store to buy goods for your home, knowing that your significant other needs this certain color in these curtains or this couch. Wouldn't you like to have one app that you can either take a picture of or kind of scroll through to find that exact color so you don't mess things up? That's what the Vision app does for you. V-I-S-H-I-O-N. Yes. My guest today is Samantha Smith, CEO of Vision, here to explain her journey from you know the beginning to now and everything in between. So Samantha, welcome to Outsize Returns. I loved that. that yeah. was, first of all, you included the spelling. That's like, yeah. that's key. You always wait till the end to drop that H. And, yeah. uh, Hitting it at the beginning is a, a wonderful decision. So thank yeah. you for having me, Sam. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, in full disclosure, I am an angel investor, an early stage investor in technology startups. And Samantha and I connected via LinkedIn mm -hmm. and just got to know each other. She has a great personality, but more importantly, not only does she seem to be a fantastic leader, but also has a great business behind her. So Sam, tell everybody about Vision, how it came about, and kind of where we are today. Yeah, I appreciate it. And you know, I'm hanging on my personality. Like that's yeah. the only thing I've got going for me. So like, I try to bring that bad boy out whenever I can. Um, yeah, so Vision, I'm excited to tell you about it. What's awesome is as of today, you can go to vision.co and you can search by color there. So uh, we're not only mobile app dependent, now you can um, take any color, search for any um, decor, as well as plan out your home palette and different home projects through vision. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could go in a thousand different directions of how I can uh, tell you about vision. Yeah, well, um, take us from the genesis, like how did vision start? Yeah, yeah, bring us all the way to, to present day. Yeah, luckily, yeah. my husband's involved in this story, because his favorite part okay. about hearing like different podcasts <laughs> I'm on is that he gets mentioned. Yeah. And uh, so my husband and I purchased a very expensive bed and to okay. celebrate like typical millennials, we went to a very expensive restaurant. Okay. And uh, the restaurant we went to is called Kindred in Davidson. And the bar has this beautiful green cabinetry. And my husband said, wouldn't it be great if we could get nightstands in that shade of green to match the bed that we just bought? And I was like, oh my gosh, we're on a roll. Yes, like totally yeah. vibing. You know when you feel like you're vibing with yeah. your partner and you're like, yeah, I will do anything to make this happen. So <laughs> I was on Pinterest. I went on Google. I um, quickly realized that, uh, A, I couldn't articulate what that shade of green was. Right. Uh, so it's really impossible to even be able to type it in uh, or search for it, which I thought was um, ridiculous with technology as we are. Um, yeah. I have a background in startups. So instantly I was like, oh, this is solvable. Um, I can do it. I, and I'm sure- Now what year was this? This was 2017, okay. summer of 2017. And okay. I'm sure you felt this way too, but do you ever just experience, um, like just any type of experience and go, here are the ways that I would have changed this oh, to make absolutely. it more efficient. Top yeah. golf being one of those like clear like things that I you step into a top golf and they just did so much wrong. Like yeah. 
Yeah. That's, so that's an example. If you've ever been frustrated by golf, top golf, then you're yeah. on the same vibe <laughs> as yeah, me. Absolutely. Like there are lots of things, but yeah. So I, um, I was halfway through my MBA at um, UNC Charlotte. Um, I had four weeks until we had to pay the check. And so I spent four weeks pitching vision in, in the Charlotte ecosystem, um, just researching, seeing where the competition was, what we could possibly do. Um, and within those four weeks, uh, made the decision that it was the path that I, I wanted to go on. Um, so did the side hustle thing for, you know, a while. Don't you yeah. hate, hate the side hustle just because you're like, oh, it's so nice to have something that you're passionate about that you want to wake up and, and really just dedicate everything. Uh, mm -hmm. And luckily, that's what I got with Vision. So now we're 2020, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy um, that we've been working on um, Vision. We launched Vision, um, just the color search last fall, and then the social component actually like right at the precipice uh, or the beginning of COVID. So we were covered by Arc Digest um, about the last week of February, uh, and we won the, the SoGal pitch competition then as well. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thanks. I always like to mm -hmm. drop that because I'm like, that was a pretty good week. Yeah, Our yeah. digest and the win, you're like, uh, let's just replay that. Yeah. Um, and that was where we launched our social functionality. So you actually have the ability, if you're an interior designer or someone planning your space, to um, showcase your portfolio, save um, your different design ideas, but also search these different boards by color. So if you wanted to see how other folks have leveraged a certain color in their space to help you with comfortability, um, or what I like to call color confidence, uh, you have the ability to do so. So that's what's live right now. You can go to vision.co. Um, we actually launched a fun thing today where you can actually type in your birthday and see what your color is. Um, so I'm entrepreneurial green. Okay. When's your birthday? <laughs> yeah, uh, March 21st. So okay. if you're uh, not March No, 21st. no, no, we're not that good. So yeah. to, to everyone listening, Sam and I like golf. We yeah. lunge for cardio. We're a lot alike. <laughs> Yeah, so, we do. We like yeah. football. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I was like, oh my gosh, are we twins? Yeah. <laughs> but no, my, uh, level. my, what was my color? It was coral. I looked this oh. morning. Yeah, coral. Thank yeah. you for looking. Yeah. <laughs> of course yes. I would. Yeah. Mm, I love it. Yeah. I definitely chose entrepreneurial green, if you didn't know. Like, yeah. yeah. That wasn't by chance. And if people think it is, then that's even cooler. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was launched. Uh, that was launched today. And then uh, we're gearing up for uh, Vision Pro for launching in July. I mean, I was just talking to a pro right before um, this call, which is the ability for any of these home specialists who are offering virtual services. They have mm -hmm. the ability to post their virtual services on their Vision portfolio. Um, so if I'm working and the person the pro I was speaking to before, this is actually a landscape architect. Okay. Um, and I was speaking to her about how we are struggling with one part of my yard that gets too much sun and everything dies. Mm. And so uh, she was like, oh yeah, I could totally plan out what you should do there. And that's exactly what um, a Vision Pro would do. You basically mm -hmm. go from doing it yourself to doing it with an expert. Um, so we already have and have been focusing on these home specialists. So it's exciting to give them um, a platform to be able to showcase their little pivots with our pivot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so I know that you're in a raise, like mm -hmm. you're, you, the, does the round, the seed round end in June? That's the goal is the, end, the goal? end of okay. June. Okay. End of June. Okay. What's the most difficult thing about fundraising? I know. Oh. It seems that a lot of people like to glorify fundraising. Yeah, it's the worst. And I was, I was just about to say from the amount of founders that I've talked to, friends that have started businesses that are 
venture scale. It doesn't yeah. seem like to be a fun, uh, like a fun process. So. No. And what's funny is you'd assume, um, cause I was in sales. I was like, Oh, it's basically, it's basically sales. Like you, yeah. at least that's how you, I mentally, um, thought about it. There's so many components that I've learned through this that definitely, um, you know, hindsight's 2020, but a book couldn't prepare you for. Yeah. I would say that I was the master of reading all the books about fundraising. Yeah. And uh, one thing too is we're based in Charlotte. Um, it's a different landscape. And I think it's so interesting pitching. And, and I mean, you can speak to this from, from your experience too, but pitching people from different areas um, mm -hmm. even varies how the conversation is going to go. There's so many just little nuances about um, some, I have some folks who I'm pitching in the Midwest who um, oh, we never do evaluation for a pre-seed seed company over 1.75. Um, we're in San Francisco, uh, same pitch. They're like, and we have a 3 million cap, same pitch. They're like, well, you're not even, and I quote, this is what an investor said, are you valuing yourself because you're not putting your best foot forward with your valuation cap? And I'm like, it's like both ways. And then another yeah. one was like, um, why aren't you offering a safe? Uh, and in Charlotte or in our area, they do not even touch safes. They don't yeah. like them. Um, it's not, um, and most of my investors are from um, the South and Midwest so yep. far. So um, it, it's just a lot of conflicting and everyone, um, everyone has advice, which is, which is nice. And I think you should take it um, and, you know, digest it. If you start seeing a trend, maybe listen to it. Um, but it, it, it's very, very much more challenging, I think, than people give credit for. Mostly because um, unless you're in San Francisco, and, and I have not met uh, someone who may have moved to San Francisco and didn't have an existing network, so I can't speak mm -hmm. for everyone, but mm -hmm. um, definitely the one thing that I got wrong was not having that existing network of um, investors off the bat. That mm -hmm. idea that um, you have to have a soft intro mm -hmm. um, is very prevalent. And um, it's, it's almost annoying, <laughs> to yeah. be honest, because you're like, I, well, I have like the three connections who might be, or five connections who might be like connected to everyone else. And yeah. you're like, how much of that relationship do I want to be like, can you do all of this work for me and introduce right. me? It doesn't feel like a card you want to play all the time. So you kind of play it close to your chest. Yeah. Um, so I very much, and that's how I met you too. Um, I, I just, um, I go for it. I'm like, yeah. uh, here's, <laughs> here's me. If you don't, if you wanted a warm intro, I apologize. Uh, yeah. But the level of um, a commitment or outreach that I have to do compared to the level of number of people who can actually introduce me right. is a vastly different than I think um, most, yeah, <laughs> most uh, yeah. people. I, I, I don't know. I, I could definitely understand that. Yeah. It, it sounds like the, the big disconnect, if you're not in Silicon Valley, you know, so to take a step back, most of the, the largest companies in the world outside of Amazon right. are in Silicon Valley for a reason. And we're started in this area. So that's why most of the entrepreneurs come from other walks of life and move here to start right. their companies. So to the venture community, being outside of Silicon Valley, you're already at a disadvantage. Cause they're like, yeah. why don't you just move to Silicon Valley, right? I, yeah, <laughs> I've gotten that comment even yeah. during COVID. And I was like, yeah. really? That's, yeah. I cannot believe we're still singing that song. Right. It doesn't seem like the network effect doesn't apply anymore. Right. At least you could just right wire, wire, wire money, get on a Zoom call. Yeah. 
It's pretty easy these days. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same both ways. I'm a little no. bit taller in person. I yeah. think that might be the, <laughs> that might be the thing that people are missing. Yeah, I'm yeah. like six foot, so like. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I'm good at sports. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a natural athlete and I'm tall. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Do you yeah. see? Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why they like me on flag football. Is I just yeah. stand in the corner and lift an arm. It's great. Do you do you think that? Like what would what would you recommend for an early age startup company that's outside of Silicon Valley? And then we can kind of get back to your story. But since we're here now, what yep. would you recommend them kind of do if they're looking to raise money and having trouble contacting the venture community? Is it just send out a hundred cold emails or oh, or reach out to other early other early stage startup founders? Like what would you think is kind of the best like what would you think is the best method of success uh, from your experience? Because yeah. that's kind of what I want to kind of bring to the audience, like what we should be doing now and what we can kind of start to move f towards. And I know with COVID, it's like the wild west, like yeah. some of the rules don't apply. And, yep. and that's frustrating because it does feel like you're, um, you're new terrain, figuring it out for everyone else almost. Mm -hmm. um, my, my thought process is, and I don't know if you feel the same, I think that this is going to last for a while. So mm -hmm. whatever the advice that I should pass down should be lasting advice, yeah. <laughs> at least for, uh, at least for a year. But I know for me, um, I was willing to do literally anything. I had no connections. Um, even though I was in a startup before my startup, um, I wasn't active in the startup community. That startup okay. did not raise. Um, it was, and I was at the startup before that, and I hope like I didn't just jumble and make that more confusing, but okay. um, I was at a startup um, as a sales manager, that company got acquired okay. and um, was brought on to the next startup and the money that we got from that first one is what funded the second one. Okay. Um, so gotcha. there was never um, a fundraising moment that I, that I really learned from, and there was never that need um, for the connectivity. So the first thing that I did, and I mentioned this earlier, was go into the community and start pitching. Um, and I, I would do that all over again. I actually took it a step further and, uh, I created a, um, a diversity group okay. <laughs> where it's called collective hustle. And it's about elevating, um, underrepresented founders, mm -hmm. um, which definitely was a lot of work. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I wouldn't recommend it to everyone, but, uh, I don't think you could meet a single person in Charlotte who doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of, I think my skills, uh, as far as, uh, networking locally now, yep. um, networking in Charlotte or the Charlotte, um, ecosystem compared to the risk averse, um, vibe here is strong. Uh, we have a very big FinTech type culture. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's definitely one of the, we have like two angel groups in our area, We're like at least within like Atlanta, you have like a Paul judge or a super angel or someone yep. who, um, can lead the way and showcase like what, what people can do on their own. It's a very mm -hmm. much follow the leader mentality in yep. Charlotte. So, um, I mean, building a network of founders was, uh, probably one of the best things that I did. Um, I can name, um, like all these founders. So I know personally reached out to different folks who've invested in them. Um, and I have really gone to bat for me as far as, um, introductions and, and everything. And I think you learn the most, um, from other founders. So yep. I think maybe not, I think fundraising definitely, they'll be help, have a helping hand if they are founders who have raised mm -hmm. um, and have that network. Um, but I think more than anything, those founders probably are best for just those um, moments 
where you feel like, and you will feel this way that you're failing yeah. and uh, that you're not keeping up with everyone else. Yeah. And uh, you're like, am I doing everything correctly? Do you feel an immense amount of pressure to uh, be perfect? Because yeah. uh, there's so many hours in a day and every second that you don't work, you start feeling guilty. <laughs> like yeah. It's a very weird um, realm, uh, and, uh, seeing other people function <laughs> and they're like, Oh, they spend time with their family. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can take you got I can eight hours of sleep. How you don't want this. Bad. Yeah. No. I'm like, yeah. maybe I can take it easy on myself. Like, yeah. you know, maybe I am like, uh, my expectations are, are so high, um, for what's reasonable. Yeah. Um, cause you do, you, when you read these stories and you, you skip the montage, Mm -hmm. of um like i mentioned 2017 that's two years of testing we went out um we went we stood in malls and asked people questions about color and validated the thesis we yeah. when we created the name vision um it's fashion and vision pushed together because the idea was so broad we were thinking apparel and home and, i would have um, never gotten that had you not yeah, said that <laughs> yeah that's people ask, I had an investor asked me today uh, like what is that and i was like yeah, yeah it's fashion and vision pushed together like yeah yeah, because, um, and we tested it, and in the mall, we had 55% of shoppers had an experience with home where they struggled to search by color, and it was only 33% when it came to apparel. Um, mm -hmm. And primarily, oddly enough, again, things I wouldn't know um, just by guessing, jeans were the number one, like, color annoyance. People were like, I really? just wanted to find, yeah, they wanted to find jeans in a specific shade, and they were like... Oh. Yeah. And I don't know why. Don't ask me. I mean, you, you would think for me, it'd be like shoes matching, purse matching, yeah. dress. Yeah. No, they're like, God, I hate jeans that are dark or I love jeans that are dark. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> but that example came up over and over again. Yeah. So anyways, but that's when we decided, um, and we just like, just fine tuned and fine tuned and fine tuned. And um, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty two, um, and I know we're cutting off of the tangent. No, 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 no. This, story. no. this is this is this is more important. Yeah, but you're like, uh, especially with now, the number one thing, and I told you this, I think when we met, for us was, oh man, people are stuck at home. The whole point of the app was you're out, you can't remember what color you need, or mm -hmm. you're you're thinking, oh, I love that, but I wish it was in a different shade. Let me see if there's somewhere nearby that has something like that that I might be able yep. to check out. Now you're at home, and you're right. like. I have my computer in front of me. I like the landscape of a larger screen. It's easier to use typically. Yeah. Um, and that we're like right away went, oh God, people are gonna be stuck at home. Yeah, <laughs> we for, need to put- For, for a pull, year probably. Yes, we need yeah. to pull all of this as quickly as possible and put it um, on the web. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just a mindset shift. Um, but yeah, that was, we spent so much time and it was so funny is um, I ha I've had investors who even asked, what took you so long <laughs> as far as like uh, putting everything <laughs> together? And I yeah. said, well, personally, I'm not wealthy. I've never yeah. been, you know, by yeah. myself. Well, otherwise, I wouldn't be fundraising. Let's right. be clear. Yeah. <laughs> like, and um, that took time. Yeah. I, and I, I had things that I wanted to do. It. I wanted to do everything a certain way. I came from a startup um, that had the belief of um, you don't want to do throwaway code. You don't want to outsource because most likely that's just going to end up being thrown away and you're just going to have to start from fresh. Like you have that MVP idea and then you, you go from there. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we won't evolve, but every line of code is written by us. We know exactly what everything is um, and finding the people because I'm not a, a, a dev or a technology founder. I'm not the CTO. My co-founder mm -hmm. is okay. finding him um, and then finding the team to support him. takes It takes so much time. 
Yeah. Just try convincing people who typically make like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> You're like, yeah. come on this dream with me, right? In Charlotte, people who yeah. are conditioned to You're know, right. um, because I wanted all of our team to be together, which now again not as necessary yep. <laughs> you're like no. now that you, you're more comfortable with remote but i thought it was very important that um we got to know each other and that we got to um see each other every week i do think there's a lot of validity to being in person and um, yeah all of that's kind of on its head now yeah so vision is essentially the google of color search yeah. and if somebody had if somebody would have approached me, this is why I'm, I'm an angel investor, but yes. if somebody would have approached me and I have the skills that Samantha needs with an idea to have one company with the same amount of daily active users that Google has, or let's yeah. say half of that or yeah. half of the half of that. Yeah. That's a mighty large organization. Yeah. And, and so if we can build that type of business, it's a no brainer to me. That's how somebody, that's how you convince somebody to leave their $250,000 job to yep. come over and, and, you know, take a year, maybe two years to that's, see if this can work. Yep. Now, that's been my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you guys know, we're all in this. We're workhorses. Yeah. So. Talk about your partnership with Sherman Williams. You don't have to elaborate on the trade secrets that you guys have oh. or if you want, yeah, but. Yeah. Talk about the negotiating and how you got those guys on board and yeah. what they saw to 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 kind of join the vision team. Yeah, it goes so great as I actually spoke with them this morning. So awesome. um, yeah, we're off on a good day yeah. as far as um well, because they they now are historically a very um not high-tech company. Yeah. Like you can't sure. with them, you can't buy paint online um or very do order wait, chips online wait, until at all? No. Yeah. Wow. They just started a program, which is what we're trying to, that's what we were working on this morning. Um, Cause we're doing a virtual market with, for our vision pros to yeah. like, how do you work virtually? And we're trying to include their, um, their pros, which yeah. are the virtual consultations for color. Yeah. And yeah, you didn't even have a way to even get paint chips um, or anything in the mail. You wow. always had to go to like a Lowe's who's also a partner of ours yeah. Um, and physically get them. Obviously, yeah. you can see um, how that didn't weather well with all of this. Right. Uh, but Sean Williams, that was actually, that was pure hustle as far as getting the connection to them. I went through, found um, the person who I thought was the most uh, important individual to speak with. And I mm -hmm. tried every single email type, um, yeah. <laughs> which, which they have middle initials in their uh. emails. I know. How many how many organizations do that? Yeah. And uh, so this, um, and I still remember exactly her middle initial was M. <laughs> so yeah. I went through all of the, to get to M's and um, yeah, she responded. I pitched her. This was pre nothing built. Um, I was like, this is the idea I have. You are the partner that I want. Um, for me, um, I know all of the colors of my Sherwin Williams paints in my house. Mm -hmm. um, sea salt is in my living room. And I'm like my jumping off point or that, that, thing that I have in my room that I base everything else around is that color. Mm -hmm. And um, so I thought it was very important that we had a large paint company um, who we could take the paint color and be able to explore that. Um, so for Sherwin-Williams, they baited with us and they signed, they just re-signed. Um, and uh, we have a, an exclusive uh, deal with them. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, what's nice is they're going to be promoting this whole pro thing. That's what we're working on right now. Um, it, it is hard, like working with, as a startup founder, working with 
large organizations is challenging. Like it's weird how fast you can move and how you're, you're, you're in a sailboat and they're in a battleship. It's, it's crazy. And she, yeah. yeah um, she was saying today, she was apologizing for it, but you're, uh, cause of just like timing. She's like, Oh, this right. is going to take me like just to get a response. And I'm like, yeah, I I've learned that over yeah. the past two years. Like I know the, the ins and outs, but having um, a name like Sharon Williams, but also being able to um, use the, the colors. It's just, they're just a definition of color. Yeah. When people think color search engine, they typically only think of finding paint, which is very um, interesting. But I think that's yeah. because it's historically what they've done. Yeah. So when um, Home Depot came out with their paint matching app, uh-huh. um, I got a flood of emails going, oh no. Home Depot's yeah. in the game. And I was yeah. like, they are doing exactly yeah. what uh, Sherwin Williams app does. Yeah. Like, like any paint company. So I'm like, man, you don't know what we do, do you? Right. <laughs> very limited. But I mean, that makes sense. You're kind of showing people like a new way of thinking. So um, yeah, no, it's it's been great being able to have them as a partner. Um, mm. And uh, you still have to work though through. It. Luckily, I worked for Dell, which is a larger company, and you recognize like um, just the bureaucracy that you have to go through. And there's a different way of communicating. There's different expectations, um, and and definitely, I think COVID for them has um, really pushed them into a more uh, lean or quick moving, I guess, organization, yeah. which is good. I think they needed it. I think one thing COVID has done has made a lot of fat organizations get off of their seat and kind of get more nimble or yeah. get on the internet, get on the web, get on mobile when they were putting it off. Like I come from the financial services community, yeah. trying to get, trying to convince a 65 year old financial advisor that manages a hundred million dollars to talk to his client on zoom. Yeah. I can't imagine how challenging that is. You know, uh, he's got, he's been with, he's been his client for 30 years. I mean, he, yeah, he, he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> you it's, know? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and you know what? To back to your fundraising point, people were like, Sherman Williams pays you what per click and why would they do that? Like they really were very, very confused about like, uh, and uh, you can really tell the people who get the company by like the questions they ask. Yeah. And I think that's the number one thing as a startup founder, as soon as you start hearing good questions you're like yes <laughs> we got yeah, one we have yeah. someone who gets it yeah. and um yes because sherwin williams doesn't sell paint on their website so p the investors were like they're just paying you to see <laughs> yeah. their website yeah. and i was like yeah it's it's, it's ad tech like that's kind of yeah. what they do they want you to explore right. yeah color and this is how you can do it and yeah that that line or that cognitive dissonance that ability to be able to stretch to that yeah. like that realm is challenging and, for a lot of uh investors so to that point you know being a startup founder this is i don't have a creative brain like i'm yeah. a i'm not an a to b i'm not an idea generator i'm a c to z kind of guy i yeah. i believe i mean we'll we'll see over this next <laughs> decade based on yeah. startups that i back and some of the business deals that i pursue yeah i think i'm more of a c to z kind of guy. i would have never come up but you just told me Vision meets fashion, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that 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 makes sense." <laughs> At least you pronounce vision right. There's a lot of guys. It's usually older white guys who are yeah. like, "Oh, vision." Yeah. Like, Where did you get? 
where'd you get the French from? I don't, I just don't get it. Anyways, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so to that point, it's hard. I think it's sometimes hard for investors to, I mean, you being a female founder. I was you, wondering if, when you're going to say if, that. I was if, like, <laughs> if, if you, if you, if you came up with a, um, uh, 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 let's call it a lady day app or something yeah. like that. Guys would be like, Oh yeah. Like, let me go talk to my wife. And I understand that. Yeah. My perspective was, okay, this is something that I, I know this is definitely left field. I'm not on Pinterest, Yeah. but I know that this makes sense. Like, yeah. like search engine. I'm thinking why total addressable market is massive. Yeah. There's a market for this. Like, I think this can, I think this, this can work. But, and yeah, and, and I don't know if it's, you're in sales, so I don't think it's you, but I don't know if it's the sales communication of the founders or the people that are fundraising or the disconnect from just venture or angels or a little bit of both. But I, I, I hope that we can kind of get, close the gap a little bit because then yeah. we'll be able to build and back bigger and better companies pursuing crazier ideas yeah and mm -hmm. I, I get it and it's and i was wondering i appreciate you tried to start that as not like leaning female because yeah. it's really hard to avoid <laughs> you know the like you know the elephant in the room yeah. um i'm not the sam i said i was um, <laughs> yeah that's why you go with sam and not samantha typically yeah yeah um there definitely is a disconnect um that uh, that i experience a lot uh especially when you're dealing with um, male founder or excuse me, male investors. Um, and there aren't as many female investors as you think, um, that just, just don't get it. They ask, oh, I get so many conversations of like, Oh, I asked my wife her, uh, her yeah. thoughts on this, which right. I, I totally appreciate. I love men who go to their wives <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and, or, or their spouses, mm -hmm. um, and, and ask them their thoughts. I appreciate that, but I don't like the idea that your wife is the um, the person who's the voice of all women, right? Um, yeah. Like that—that that idea to me is is a lot, it, and it's it's really challenging because I I have had um, I have a lot of male founder friends who have asked me like, um, is it? Do you think it's more challenging because uh, mm -hmm. you're a woman? Like there are steps that I have taken as a woman, um, and I'm not sure everyone's done this, but I only wear vision t-shirts. Like I don't wear anything. Uh, I don't do like a lot of makeup. Like I, I purposefully showcase, like I'm here for business. This is what I'm doing. This is all I'm about. Mm -hmm. um, and I put that at the forefront. Um, I mean, I've had investors who have tried to Mike Pence me before, which you can inst like instantly know, like um, mm -hmm. that's probably not a good fit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. in general, but they didn't yeah. want to meet like, what would your husband think? And you're like, <laughs> as soon as you ask that, then I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we don't probably don't need to meet at all. I think I've right. gotten my answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's it's challenging um, because you also know that um, there are certain things I can't relate to. Mm -hmm. um, and so you put yourself in the shoes of the investor and you're like, if I can't relate to the problem, uh, is it something that I would feel really, really comfortable in my soul um, investing in? Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's very, it's challenging because I definitely understand the, um, the, the grapple, the, the inability to um, say yes, because I've never experienced the pain. Yeah. But at the same time, there are a number, it's not just female founders, but there are a number of founders who um, ha have specific experiences within their communities that um, are just not relatable to the mm -hmm. people who hold most of the power. And that's where you get that, like that cyclical yep. uh, 
issue and you do have a bunch of people who are trying to solve it but arlen hamilton can't, she can't be everyone yeah. <laughs> she can't be the answer you right. know paul judge can't be the person who does it for everyone right. Right. um or i'm trying to think of some female investors and i'm terrible uh, um uh, eileen lee or um mm -hmm. elizabeth at hustle fund yep. um like there are plenty plenty um and sogal is, a, is an investor in us so there are plenty of um amazing women who are are going out of their way and they're trying but you still see plenty so many um so many funds where it's just white guys yeah. and you're like you're not even trying like right. <laughs> you, you proudly put your pictures in a row you're and right. that's shock it's just shocking to me yeah. that like how can you possibly feel like you can see all of the market opportunity when everyone is exactly the same yeah. and then females are most of the purchasing power like yeah. they drive it and it, it, yeah it, it, it does um, it baffles me. Uh, and it's something that I mean, I experience, you can tell instantly when someone doesn't connect. That being said, most of my investors are, are men. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yep. um, and they're all age ranges too. My very first investor is an older white gentleman. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I mock the whole vision thing, but, um, you know, <laughs> lightheartedly, yeah. um, yeah, he actually is, um, he's a president of a brick company and okay. uh, he came to me for a question about spectrometers, which are color readers. Okay. And what I thought, he came to me at a conference and he said, um, what's the best spectrometer? And I was like, oh, I have like three in my bag. So let me, uh, <laughs> I was like, I had just tested them all out because we do have um, a relationship with one spectrometer. If we decided to instantly turn it on for the app that you wanted to do it, we could do that within a weekend because we have okay. it all. Um, we don't feel like it's the most important thing right now, but if that was something that was a requirement or um, like a, to move forward with one of our major partners, we want to have that flexibility. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was right. He went and he tested all the spectrometers and he was like, yep, this is the best one. Um, you've obviously done your homework and that's enough for me. Like color is yeah. important. I know how important it is. Um, so you do, obviously I'm not saying all men, not all men are, are terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yes. They're not all <laughs> they're bad. Just, they're not all bad. No. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I get it. And then Another thing for us is um, if you're wondering like really like what are the hard hardships like what's mm -hmm. the when you're having the investment conversation especially when you're pitching um, outside of Silicon Valley and I think mm -hmm. that's a very important um, thing that I, I never really considered is Silicon Valley is very comfortable with uh, pre-revenue like they mm -hmm. they or more so let's just say more so not very okay. but more so yep. um, yeah in the south uh, it's something that they're still still getting adjusted it's uh, it's a, a it's a geographic mindset yeah honestly you know the the risk takers are out west the, yeah the end <laughs> and it's tough and yeah. it is it's just one of those things that there are days where i'm like um you know you wish you were further or you know mm -hmm. you always, as a founder you always think that nothing's perfect you always launch it when it's imperfect because you're mm -hmm. like break things or whatever the, yeah. <laughs> whoever said whatever book line that we yeah. read um, you know if you're not uncomfortable then you're not yeah. doing it right move cool. fast you're and break always, things yeah, yeah you're always yeah. uncomfortable everything's right. wrong nothing how do you get over that uncomfortable feeling that sunken place in your stomach where you're like oh, yeah. this is not ready but and I need to push forward. I need to move forward. You know, what's so funny is um, with the previous startup I was at, especially in a sales position, you have um, customers who are like, as soon as you get that feature, then I'm mm -hmm. sold. And yeah. so the whole time you're like, come on, dev guys, like this is the most important thing you could possibly do in your whole life. <laughs> like, yeah. give me this feature. Um, yep. But you, you realize really quickly um, once you're in a startup uh, because everything um, you really have, because everything's lean, you really have to think about 
what is really the most important thing for your bottom line. It's going to push everyone forward. Um, you become very comfortable with things that are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's your job as the founder to sell the vision, if you will. Like, be yeah. like, this is where we are. But is, this, this is, is that, our, is that our first pun? Today? Oh, man. I don't, I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't laid it. I can't believe I didn't lay it in sooner. That's, that's the real fault of this. I should have yeah. like, secretly said vision like every 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, like it's one of those things. And it's funny because we do have someone who's uh, relatively newer on our team. Like she came in January. And uh, she's still like, oh, it's, it's not perfect. There's like right. one little glitch on the personality thing. If you go right now, you'll see it because it's probably going to be fixed within the next 30 minutes. But yep. um, the color of the description of vision is supposed to change pixelation. Like as soon as it hits a certain shade or yeah. hex value, it switches to white mm-hmm. uh, compared to black. And yeah. it wasn't working quite right. Like it just was always black. <laughs> so yeah. I can't really read what vision is. Um, and she's like, Oh God, I don't, I'm not sure we want to promote this yet. And I said, firstly, like, it's just one of the, it's always going to be something. It's unfortunate. Like our, um, search engine speed, we want to be quicker. Like that's our, our next like big thing, but you're like, Mm -hmm. that can't be before getting it on the web. And like, what do you prioritize? What's the most important? Cause there's a lot of refactoring that has to go on and, and, and all these things behind the scenes that it seems like it would be so easy. And, um, it's, it's not, and it always pulls from something else. You want Mm -hmm. two things and you have to make a decision and then you yep. have to tell your team why that's the right one. And, yep. um, yeah, no one's ever happy. That's what you, you learn very quickly. Um, you just really try your best within you, the confines of, you know, your, your construct, like it's yeah. just, uh, it's constant. And then you become, uh, oddly comfortable with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like you start living in it and you're like, yeah, like it, it sucks. Like one time I was showing us the test, um, version so not we didn't push to prod yet and uh to to an investor mm-hmm. and it didn't work the color picker didn't yeah. work um not the color was fine but the image was so slow yeah. uploading because test environments are slow right. <laughs> like they, yeah. this is not our we're not putting a bunch of money at this environment uh right. we're trying to save it and so it just looked like garbage and the guy the investor was like eh, this is tech man that's what happens and you're yeah. like Yes. And you realize, you start to realize very quickly, um, people are on your side. Like, it's just, you know, if they love the idea, they'll, they're with you. If they don't, they'll find any reason to leave. It's not the one mistake. It's not the X, like those things, anyone who's smart enough and has been in tech, which is who you want as investors know that it's relatively like, if it's a little thing, it can be fixed. Stuff Mm -hmm. goes down, especially with this pandemic. It feels like there's been so many outages of like so many services. If Google goes down and Twitter goes down still, I think your little startup, (laughs) I think it's fair to say it's going to happen. It's more like, how do you react to it? Uh, Do you have a disaster recovery plan in place? Have you talked about it as a team when someone recognizes it, what you have to do and mm-hmm. really have to start being comfortable with the yeah. plan that you make? Like, it's just. So now that, now that we're on puns, talk to us oh. about your vision for the next five years. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. And then how, how does, how does vision make money mm-hmm. present day? And then talk about some of the ideas that you see, you know, hopefully, you know, before like right before ipo or maybe your series c or d or something like that yeah or acquisition yeah because i'm wondering ipo is not as sexy anymore have you noticed that (laughs) i have i know so i'm like ah yeah the acquisition which is like what all investors love to talk about right at the beginning um yeah for for us uh it could go so many ways and and i love one thing i love about um this company is that and we're gonna have to always listen to the way that 
our audience wants to best use us? Because you could go down the route of, um, we have Vision Pro coming up. Do we want to lean really heavily on the idea of making small jobs work and then building it into larger projects and then embedding AR and being able to pull the color if we're, we're validating color with the R&D that we're putting in. Um, no mm -hmm. one has been doing AR correctly with color because it's technically just not possible. So yeah. like, you're like, could, should that be the route that we go? Do people like 3D modeling? Should he have like almost like a version of the Sims because we are all addicted to that game. Yeah. At least I was. I only built the houses, then I usually let them die and then started a new house. <laughs> Control Rosebud was my thing. I was meant to be rich. And uh, yeah, so like, do you want to go that route? Or like one of the, it, it, or you could go all routes. Like, let's not say that anything's limited. Um, uh, the few things, the real thing that we've always wanted to do is um, complete the look. So mm -hmm. really lean into machine learning uh, instead of um, the Amazon model, which is um, will people most... Um, looked at X with this, um, the ability to say, we know these colors work together. Um, this is typically the items that you need within um, this outfit or this house or this room um, and start pairing things and completing the look that way and having um, some sort of proprietary technology that's specific to, to color. Because mm -hmm. color is the one element when you're considering how things piece together that people never really took into consideration. Um, yeah. Either that or they just, um, it's just the infrastructure of where retailers were to where they can be um, is just behind. Like the mm. categorization of products is red. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and you, you, funny is this is red, but it's also burnt orange. Like it's like there's so how, many, how many letters. How many colors does Sherwin-Williams have? And Not as many as you think. They have 1,600. Okay, I was going to say it has to be over 2,000. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, so okay. when you're looking at that wall, that's 1,600. We have 3,600 okay. on the app. So, okay. um, and the human eye, if you have a great eye, so this depends on your greatness level and the carrots you ate as a child, uh, <laughs> you can see up to 10 million colors. Like the average person's like 7 million. Wow. Um, yes. Okay. So there's a lot of variance. Um, and then my perception of what blue is could be different than your perception of blue. So the word blue is already like uh, not technically correct. So yeah. uh, being able to match or say, okay, let me throw together. Um, even if you were like, let's throw together a Navy polka dotted um, dress with uh, a Navy uh, clutch. Um, mm -hmm. Or even, you probably wouldn't do that. You'd want beige. But that's where you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, there's color, correspond, there's corresponding yeah. colors. And yeah. that's like my husband. Oh, it's a gray suit. Got to have a brown belt. And you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> like yeah. those two colors aren't necessarily like, you know, the things that you would think. But mm -hmm. with machine learning and seeing how people pair colors together in their portfolio or the vision boards, um, pulling the way that people are using it, you'd be able to showcase, okay, what's trending now is not necessarily m millennial purple anymore. Right. It's, it's X. And that's what Sharon Williams today was like, gray is out. And yeah. which everyone is looking at their walls going, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. like, how much, that, that was my safety net. Like right. my kid, the wall behind me is gray. It's, it's and I'm gray. Like, she yep. said that while I was on the call with her and I was like, should have been by this salt <laughs> wall. I messed up. Like my bathroom's like this giant coral though. So uh -huh. trust me, it's happening. But you have a lot of, uh, you have a lot of colors in your house. 
Uh, you know, uh, every room. So I'm just in one room right okay. now. It's an open room and it's uh, four different colors that okay. we have going on. Yeah. There's like little breaks in the room. Um, I, yeah, we, I like color. I, I was just saying, you, like, was, you must like color. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was more bold. And that's yeah. really how the idea of the searching boards by color for color confidence. Like okay. I'd love to see how, not only see how people pair things together, but show it to my husband. So he gets on board. Yeah. Like he's, he is one of the reasons that a lot of the colors, like we have one really bright bathroom and that was, that was me really pushing it. Like yeah. I was like, please, like, let me let this be like a Tuscan, yeah. Tuscan sunset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's a small enough room that I think I'll give you that. But I wanted to paint our hallway like a really dark green. Oh and uh, he has given me zero leniency on that. <laughs> and I want our office to be like a dark, like a teal, like a bluish green. And, yeah. uh, it, there's still slotches on the wall and every time i point to the one i want and he's like no it's no not not happening yeah and, you know what they say sam happy husband happy life so you know you got it like that we got that recorded you got it i always get it in like just somehow you know because i'm all about equality yes <laughs> what um is there anything else uh, that, that, that listeners yeah. should know about uh about vision and, oh, man. and yeah, just find social. out your personality colors, share it with everyone. It's vision with an H. You hit it. That's literally my last. Whenever someone says, is there anything we should know? I always say vision with an vision H. Vision with Same an H. Sam stealing my lines. Yeah. It's such a Sam thing to do. <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, absolutely. this was awesome. I enjoyed um, talking to you about vision. This is one of the more fun conversations I've had this week. So yeah, thank absolutely. you, Sam. Yeah, thank you, Sam, as well, too. <laughs> Well, Gotta guys, hold it up for the Sams. Absolutely. You know, we can all, we have to help the, you know, the world with their vision and our yes. vision as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm behind you. Well, guys, uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, we hope that you learned enough from Sam yeah. to go download the vision app. Definitely. But where can they find you? I almost forgot that. Yeah. Vision.co. Um, okay. And then even on social, we're Vision Co. So okay. that's, that's the place. And if anything, Megan, take away the whole 10 million colors, you know, human eye <laughs> trick. Yeah. Uh, or if they're in a Lowe's, I'm like, I can bet you, I can tell you how many swatches there are in the wall. 1600. There you 16, go. There's 1600. Yeah. Party tricks. That's, I, I don't know why, why is there not more than that? Like uh, if, there's, you know, if, there's, if the human eye can catch 10 million colors, there should be more. It's the ugly yeah. colors that people, no one, like the personality colors you'll notice, those are all colors that you could put on your wall. Like you could find like a pastel pink or like a neon pink. Yeah, no one wants that. These are the and top half of 1%. Got it. I made my husband collect every sample of Sherwin Williams paint swatches with me when we started. This is before uh -huh. we sold them. I don't even remember why. I yeah. just like, I was like, I need to have every color. <laughs> you I have can't the, for the life of me remember why I made them do, do, do you still have them? Yeah, I do. They're in my office, like in a bag. Cause I'm like, we went through all, we stood at Lowe's and picked every single swatch up. And I wondered if they'd stop us and they didn't. No. So there you go. Those are some things that startup founders typically do. Did we find you know? out? <laughs> I'm sure there was a really good reason behind yeah. it. I don't know exact. Oh, I was confirming our, our color accuracy. That's what oh, I was doing. Gotcha. Yeah, just to make sure we were, we were, yeah, everything was leveled correctly with the spectrometers. So yeah, yeah. super cool stuff. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, thank you guys for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day, morning, and evening. And uh, yes. thank you for listening to Outsize Returns. Cheers. <laughs>